0: Hi, this is Carl Polichuk. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Alex Hoff from Obic. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So I'm happen to be here in Chicago at the Big Comptia Community Forums, uh, hanging out with Caitlin and Jackie. Caitlin's kind of helping to run the show here, so that's kind of cool. Uh, why I don't, don't you do that? Us? Doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. So where are you at?
1: Uh, we're at headquarters this week, uh, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. So uh, for those who don't know where Waterloo is, it's uh, just an hour west of Toronto. Uh, it's famous for the Blackberry. If you remember all those things, I'm on a, I'm an iPhone these days. But uh, <laughs> we're actually, our offices are in a former Blackberry factory.
0: Nice. So that's so, kind of neat. So it was, it was well wired when you got
1: there. Uh, no, it was actually a factory. So we had to redo the entire thing. Oh. Uh, didn't have any walls. It was just a concrete pad.
0: All right. Uh, so, I, I thought you yeah, were going to show, show us your Blackberry when you lifted it up like No, that.
1: no, not not anymore. I, I used to have one. I, have oh, many. I need
0: so to. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So um why don't you tell us a bit about who you are and what your role is at Aubic?
1: Sure, sure. So um as I said, my name is Alex Hoff, uh one of the co founders. Uh we kicked off this venture in late twenty eleven, uh with myself, uh co founder Mark, and uh you know, the story was, largely, and I won't go through the whole thing, but let's go figure out an idea. We, we kicked around a couple ideas, but we came back to our heritage, which was networking, um, and decided that configuring managing network was just fundamentally too hard. We had lots of experience in carrier networks, and it was hard for them. How the heck do people in SMD do it? And so we built this product uh, to do network management, make it super, super easy for people to interact, understand, what's happening in a network and take the right corrective actions. Um, so, so the adventure really got going 2013. Once we had this idea started executing on that plan, we scaled to over 180 people around the world. We've got our, obviously our offices here in Waterloo uh, team now in um, uh, Milton Keynes outside London. We've got a team in Barcelona through an acquisition, which is nice. a pretty cool place. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than uh Isis piece parts of the Midwest, but like, you know, there's a lot worse places you can acquire a, a business and, you know, we're really excited to have them as part of our team. Uh, just a perfect fit, culturally product, awesome fit. So, um, yeah, we just re- recently opened up an office in uh, Australia to, 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 you know, as we say, it, paint the world purple, uh, and you know, bring office it? to all.
0: What city is it in? In Australia? Sydney. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I may have to go visit them this fall, so.
1: I, uh I, I'm going for my first time uh, is it next week, week after, for the uh, IT Nation event. So I'll be I'll up be right. on a plane for 20 hours or something.
0: Very cool. Well, the SMB IT Professionals has their conference in October uh, in Adelaide. So we may have to get you down there for that as well. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Cheers. So uh, you didn't mention, so i give you the opportunity, and you don't mention this. Oh. Like, the CRN, you're a channel chief. So yeah. tell what that's all about.
1: So I have a weird role here at Auburn. Um, as a co-founder, you, you, you basically, your role is to, to go figure out where the problems are and, and, and build, right? So the early days, that was writing code. As the team emerged, it was building uh, product management, really looking at what is it exactly, the features, understanding feedback from our early trials and data. Then it became sales building out our sales organization from one to, geez, I don't even know how many people we have on the, the sales and marketing organization, but I was really focused on that customer engagement, trying to understand what the partner needed to, to be able to facilitate the growth in their business. And so my role was, okay, let's figure out how to build a sustainable SaaS organization. And, and now it's a, a little bit more migrating back to product. to understand the long arc of the business. So, you know, as, as the sales organization is running, Still spend a lot. Actually, I spend more time talking to partners than I, I did when I was running sales. But so the channel chief is. Uh, how do I put it? it you know, it's a uh, recognition of, of all the work that you know that myself as well as our teams do, and just engaging with our partners, helping make them as good at network management as they possibly can. Right. And
0: there's some element of it that this it, the channel chief activities don't come from what you do specifically for audit they come from what you do for the industry
1: yeah I would say that's a a fair assessment I mean you know I was just thinking that I I told you uh, via email we just did a webinar to the company and the way we look at this is we build products that that's that's the, the, the job that's this big but the overall impact of our business is to help our partner succeed if they don't succeed we fail and they fail so their success is ours and so You know, we do a lot of sales training, we do product training, we do marketing training, we get partners leads. It's our job to help the network grow and evolve as the industry landscape landscape changes. And so I think, you know, the general themes that we're capitalizing on are, generally speaking, uh, there's a shift to the cloud, less and less do SMB organizations install Microsoft Exchange, build a CRM server on-prem, now more about a subscription economy where the reliance is more less about the on-premise network and the servers and availability of that, but now the reliability of the network. And so when the network goes down, I joke that the sales reps here jump up like meerkats (laughs) uh, because they can't access Salesforce, they can't access Zoom, they can't access the tools that they need to run their business. And so, you know, I'm out there all the time just talking to partners, understanding how their businesses are evolving, driven by the needs of of their clients. And so... And then we pay it forward, we, we re-educate, we, we do community events, unfortunately I couldn't make CompTIA this week, but we talk about the ever-evolving landscape and how MSPs need to react, understand and evolve their, their businesses well, to right. keep up with the time.
0: So I wanna talk about evolution in a minute, but first, uh, let's take a step back. So for folks who don't understand or haven't looked at the Avic product, what do you mean when you say network management? Right? Is this managing the network inside the company, connections to the internet, all the way to Salesforce, you know, what does it mean?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'd love to say yes to all of that, but in, in, any, in, in any, any growing business, you go where the white space is. You know, the RMMs have done a phenomenal job at being able to understand what's happening with the, the Windows, Mac environments. When it came to the network, that was our opportunity, to first initially look at the switch router firewall, on-premise network infrastructure got a very good understanding of what's happening there, how things are physically wired together. And I'll I'll just put a point on that. Like imagine you're an MSP going in and walking into a new environment. You have no idea what it looks like. You don't know where the servers are plugged in, if there's any unmanaged switches in the cubicle wall or the cubicle partition. These are things that as an MSP you need to understand because that's what you're inheriting. And so we wanna make it really easy for you to understand that. We go as far as the firewall today, understanding the network internet connection, and over time, we're going to continue to broaden to understand the performance of the firewall to the internet. We only track latency there. With the acquisition of that company in um, Barcelona, it gives us visibility to the type of traffic. So I, I, I joke around the office, and, and Jen calls me out on this, but we did a demo internally of the of the product to our sales org, and they're like, cool, let's see what people are doing on our network here in our office. And oops, we, we, yeah, well, it was perfect because we found one of our people in marketing using Dropbox. I'm like, that's weird. We don't, we don't use Dropbox. We're kind of a G Apps organization. So, why is she doing that? So we went and asked her. She said, well, I was sending a file to a partner. They use, uh, they use Dropbox. That's so why I just use their account. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But, you know, that's the type of visibility that is very hard to get without the tooling. Otherwise, you'll never know that without looking at someone's right. computer. As applications move away from physical apps running on a on a, a piece of software running on a PC to you know, a, a tab open in my browser, now look at the network to get visibility into what people are doing. And so, yeah, we're, we're gonna do more and more over time. Uh, you know, we made one acquisition, you know, love to do more, increase the surface area of the product to capture the, the thesis of, hey, something changed, something broke, Avax uh, gonna help you figure that out.
0: Right, well now, so that gets us into future technology because we're moving into this era where we have, on one hand, IoT exploding, Right. Yep. Like, not dozens of devices, not one hidden server. Thousands of devices can show up, and uh, you know, if you've got an open network, you're going to snag everybody who walks by on the street. That's look. They're looking for an IP address, and you're going to see that traffic. Um, but you're also, you've got all of these cameras and whatever people bring in. And on the other hand, uh, you know, we're moving to five G where holy smokes, you know, we're gonna get rid of wires in the wall because it's too slow. And then so, and then we're gonna get rid of routers in the office because they're too slow. So, you know, the future is gonna be dramatically different than it is today. Are you guys ready for all that?
1: that's So so that's super funny. uh, Yeah, that's a a super question. (laughs) That's super funny. I was actually doing that slide for an internal strategy session of what was the, what did the (laughs) on-premise environment look like yesterday? Today, it's more hybrid. In the future, it's a world without wires, it's a completely mobile workforce, no applications, no software, it's all fast. Cool, how's all that to evolve to that? How are we gonna capture that trend? Now that's it's gonna take years, uh, but I still think the fundamental thesis of the network is something that it refers to the connectivity between your device and the business activity you're trying to perform. So whether that's me on the road using LTE to access Salesforce, that's one way. Whether I'm in the office trying to print, that's another way. So the, the network will evolve. Absolutely. We'll be there to capture that. And certainly we're looking at all those trends too, trying to understand what does that migration path look like? How do you deal with reliability, billing, uh, security? Those are all things. And, and largely as, as a software vendor, we'll go where the biggest problem is. And so I don't capture as much market share. That's our selfish job. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the way the world works. So.
0: Well, I do like the uh, idea that you go where the white space is. That is, that's a great yeah. way of putting it because, you know, I look at, I say, well, you know, I got a product that does RMM. I got a product that will, you know, let me know what's going on with all my Sonic Walls or Watch Guards. Um, you know, so but there's a lot of white space besides that, and you know, we also have the issue where a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, I got this much bandwidth, but it's really slow. Okay, well, the thirty-year people are listening to Pandora all day long, you know. Yep. And stuff like that. And so it's, it's good to be able to track that. Um, how do you sell into small businesses, like really like 10, 15 user businesses?
1: So, well, that's, that's a really good point. I'm going to break that into two questions. Um, number one, a 10 to 15, uh, I'll go to the second one first, sorry. A 10 to 15 employee organization probably doesn't have a super complicated network. Right. Just generally speaking, it's not super sophisticated. You know, we have a lot of partners that, that do sell into that. But for us, it's usually around 30 points inflection where you start to get a sonic wall, a managed firewall, a managed switch, managed Wi-Fi, multiple locations. That's where start- the complexity grows. On the other end of the spectrum, if you're a doctor's office and you get a, uh, a Wi-Fi-enabled cable modem from Comcast, you don't need Aave. Like You unplug that thing, you plug it back in. You're done. Um, <laughs> so so there does need to be... you know, For us to be successful the network needs to be sufficiently complicated. We kind of use a rule of thumb of 30 employees. Um, selling network management is super hard, and that's a little bit about what this web- webinar is. But there are two different value propositions. There's one to the MSP, which is if you're a scaling MSP, you're growing, you're hungry for talent to be able to service your clients. We all know in the MSP space, finding amazing technical talent is super hard. Like that is just a problem. How do you train them? How do you onboard them? And how do you maximize their, their time on – Activities that create value for the MSP, troubleshooting networks. <clears throat> um, that's a technical term. Um, right, exactly. you know, that, that's not awesome. You don't want to use your most senior resources there. So, you know, part of our value proposition is to help the tech teams use more junior resources, new hires to troubleshoot the network, because we just make it easier. That's kind of the RMM thesis in general. From the pre-sales motion selling into SMB, you know, that's that's the fun part. People think in the in a managed services arena that oh, well, I've got, a, I got a, an agreement with you. You must be managing my network. And it's like, well, yeah, that's the elephant in the room. We do do light network management. We can tell you when it's down, when it's up. But the opportunity for an MSP, depending on how they go to market, because there's so many different strategies, is, you know, to go in there and, and, and upsell, take the opportunity to showcase your values in MSP. We can do more for you. So let's think about a, um, excuse me, a greenfield opportunity. You're walking into an organization, They've been organically growing. They've, uh, they've recognized the need. They need to bring in a service provider to help them with their business. Well, the first thing an MSP should do is that network assessment. Look at their network. Understand, well, what is it exactly that you want help with? What are your business problems? What's your growth objectives? What are their technology challenges? But also, what do you have? Because we want to make sure that both of those two things are aligned for you to be successful. Because frankly, no one really cares how it's done. just want to make sure that the network, the, the technology you know, the, the reason you bring an MSP in is to help you you as the SMB enable your business objective. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's, uh, so that's why uh, you want to use an MSP. But, you know, for them, it's, it's a network assessment. Understand. Like, I, I love telling the story of we put default credentials in our product, uh, Cisco, Cisco, admin, admin. Can't tell you how many times those actually work. Those oh. are aw- awesome opportunities for an MSP to say, hey, look, we can begin to secure your network. We can reduce your risk. Certainly if you're uh, an organization that's a uh, PCI component, we're going to make sure those payment terminals are on the right VLAN. So an MSP is your business partner to help do that. And so, you know, using a tool like Olic or, or doing it by hand doesn't really matter. You're there to go in and showcase your capabilities and ultimately hope, hopefully you win that business.
0: Right. You know, one thing that I always used to do with the larger clients, you know, basically like you say, 30 and above, 70 and above, that kind of stuff, uh, they almost always have somebody in-house who's their you know core it person who calls you in who who who, who, you know basically they manage you but you will have to manage them at the same time yeah yeah they they have enough knowledge to plug things into the wrong port to you know go get a cable hey it works right and they literally don't know that they have connected two different VLANs and now every single thing that should be private is public. And But
1: Obic would catch that. It would, and you know what? I know we're doing a video thing, but if you want to bear with me for one second, I've got this awesome screenshot. A uh, my customer texted me one day uh, late last fall and said, uh, hey, can you help me? Um, I'm kind of in a pickle here. I'm evaluating your product. My client's network is down and I, I desperately need help, so just one second, I'll just share my screen, because um, the screenshot illustrates exactly the problem that MSP have, and this is the opportunity to get into the organization. So let me, I know we're doing a video, but this is just, it's so, so, so cool.
0: We shall see how this turns out. If it doesn't,
1: All right, oh, well, that, that should work. If there it you doesn't,
0: go. you can send it to me.
1: So. Yeah, I will. Okay. So you, you see this little network map here? That's the network map that we drew, um, but it's those red. See the red? Red's bad, right? right? Red is a network loop, <laughs> So what right. happened was, again, the, what you just said—the on-premise IT guy, not maliciously—he just grabbed the cable and plugged into the wrong spot. But because of the wrong VLAN, it created a network loop. Exactly. Everything ground to a halt. And so he was like, "Oh my God, you gotta help me! You gotta help me! I'm about to win this client or <laughs> lose it if I don't if I don't solve this problem. This is my time to shine." I was like, Dude, "Go check this port, unplug it, and you're golden." And, and then he won the
0: business. A managed switch—you will actually know what port that is.
1: Exactly. Unmanaged switches are obviously a lot trickier. trickier. There's, there's no visibility, but that's the role of the MST, to, to have that intestinal fortitude to say, hey, you know what? For me to actually do right by you, you need a certain level of network. You need a certain grade of hardware or PC right. or whatever. Your IT needs to be at a certain bar. I can't help you. So it's like, you know, my advice to MST is don't just take everything, right? you don't wanna manage 100 different switch vendors. You don't wanna manage, every, you know, you want some uniformity because that's how you scale. You manage less, you, you learn more about one thing, and you don't have to, to react as much.
0: Right, so the network audit as a sales tool has just always been my one of my favorite things. And now it's even better than it's ever been because people are getting 200 meg internet, you know, they're getting 500 uh, meg internet, you know, it's getting faster and faster, and, but any place that there's a you know a slow port, oh well, you got a hundred meg port on the outside of your firewall. Well, yeah, hundred meg bottleneck, yeah. right? Yeah, and so it doesn't matter what you're paying for. Uh, does Avik have the ability to? Because what I would tell people is take your laptop and plug it in in every segment so that you know what's on the this side of the firewall, this side of the firewall, this side of the switch, this side of the the wireless, right? Uh, Can all of it give me those speed tests without me taking my laptop and plugging it into every segment?
1: So so there's a couple things there, right? So we'll map out all the devices that are on the network today. What we'll measure is on every single port, on every single device we can talk to, whether we charge for it or not, we will measure the amount of traffic going through and we'll keep those stats forever. So we will look. We're not doing active tests today, performance, but if there is a 500 meg uh, internet connection and... You are at 100% utilization of your external firewall port. We'll see that. We'll alert to that. We'll also tell you, you know, if, uh, the ping is super high or super low. There's lots of jitter. We will look at um, whether you have a backup internet connection. You obviously want a backup. If you're a very saas line organization, you should have a backup. You know, guys like Data and others sell, uh, failed to 4G. Awesome, right? Like if there's an internet outage, because it does happen, right. fiber cuts, what have you. What's your, what's your backup disaster recovery strategy? Like, you, you need something. And that's the value of the MSP. You know, we provide that checklist, provide you the tools to help you map your business requirements to the checklist to see if this is, see if the MSP is a good fit for that client. Are there opportunities around that? You know, that network map I just showed you, are there opportunities for improvement? As you said, ports at 10 meg, 100 meg, those are, those are easy fixes. Are there unmanaged switches? Quote, quote, an easy fix. Depends if they're willing to spend money or not. But uh, if they're not, that's a big clue. Um, but it's trying to understand what's the, what's the lay of the land and is the network going to enable the business. So you know, there's that, that's the easy stuff: performance metrics monitoring. And then there's the security side of it. So understanding what type of business they are, and you know, we're not we're not a a security pure play vendor, but we can look for I call it the low hanging fruit of security, which is actually really hard to look for: <laughs> default VLAN, incorrect VLAN mismatches, uh, default credentials, uh, unencrypted traffic that you can look at the credentials well we'll look at the credentials that we have and like public private for snmp default credentials for sonic well we can show you depending on how long our systems are running the last time a password was rotated on a network element sometimes it's never um so those are opportunities to go in and you know see the last change well if it hasn't been changed ever that's probably probably uh, there's there's room for improvement let's just say that um and so that's kind of yeah, like We want to arm our partners to do a really good network assessment. And we recognize that's only part of the equation, but that helps showcase the value of what the ongoing contract will look like within an MSP, that they're there as your partner to be proactive, to help you stay up so you can work on your business and not focus on the network.
0: Right. Now, the problem, it seems to me, in terms of sales, is that the person who wants to talk to me is the in-house light IT <laughs> they probably understand most of what you're doing. Um, but the person who signs the check is the person I really need to talk to and that person doesn't understand this technology. So so how do you get you know, sort of to that person? Yeah. What, what terms do you use so they get what you're doing? Because to them, it's all network, blah, 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 network, blah, blah,
1: blah. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, again, from the lens of the MSP selling it to SMB, yes, certainly, it's network management, seems like something I don't care about. seems like insurance. seems like not my problem. Um, so that's why, you know, we encourage MSPs to not sell software. Don't sell Ovid. I mean, you could say powered by Ovid. Well, actually, what you're selling is a service that's providing you uptime, reliability, the ability to support the business need. You're a business partner. Why do you hire auditors? Why do you ha- hire financial auditors? So you're doing the right thing. You know that you don't have that core expertise in-house. You need a partner that will come in and help you support the business. Now, people look at the network as utility, but also recognize the cost of downtime. If there is an issue, what are you going to do about that? How do you forecast for the future? Are you are you guys planning to add uh, 20 employees this, this year, this quarter? Well, make sure you're spending the right amount of money, uh, setting the right amount of money aside for infrastructure. Like you're physically going to run out of switch ports to plug stuff in. You don't want to be onboarding a new employee and finding out you have nowhere to put them. I mean, clearly you're planning desks you also have to plan the infrastructure to go with that. So kind of elevating it from SNMP speeds and feeds to business problems and mapping that to financial risk and not wanting to slow the business down. I think that helps conversation. It kind of becomes a little bit vertical focused, but in my limited tenure as a salesperson, you you want to find the business pain. Why did they reach out to you? It's not because they don't have good visibility in the network. It's because there's a problem. So what is that problem? And how can the MSP solve that problem and you know what? If they don't use all that, that's okay. They can use another tool. They could do it without the tool. The point is, we want to help these people solve the business problem. Because if they they win, the MSD wins, and hopefully we win along. Right.
0: So, point of clarification. So this is not this, this is not a tool that you would recommend I use simply for diagnostics. But that this should be permanently set up for each client, and that way we can track it over time. So it's a, it's a subscription model. It's not a tool that I go in you know, like, uh, you know, for measuring, you know, the connectivity. Right? Not a
1: one-time, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to troubleshoot and you're, and you're in a bind, absolutely go for it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's, the, it's the concept of managed network services. It's not break-fix for the network is what you just described. It's like being right. proactive. So knowing that the firewall capacity is at 70% today, 90% six months from now, and SOL in 12 months from now, you don't want that scenario. You want to have that trend. You want data. So then you as a VCIO, when you go back for your QBR with uh, probably the CFO of that small business, you can say, Hey, you need to upgrade that firewall. You just put one, two, $3,000 aside from your CapEx budget. And by the way, here's the data to back that up. Well, all of a sudden, that's a much more meaningful conversation than, Oh, you'd spend money with me because I want to make some sales. Well, no, we all know the hardware margin is crap anyway. So, well, let's focus on the business problem. You won't be able to keep up. So either something has to change or we're not going to be able to support your business growth. Right. So again, I think to me, it's elevating that conversation.
0: Right. So the um, when you look at at putting this into somebody's office, what would you say is the perfect end user? Is it somebody with two offices? Somebody with, you know, you said 30 minimum, but is it 50 to 100? Is it 1,000
1: um, employees? I think a question, you know, We can do large, we can do small. 30 is a, I say, two or three managed network elements. If you have a managed firewall, you have a managed switch, and you have Wi-Fi, okay, that's enough. The value just gets stronger as the complexity increases. Do you have multiple VLANs, different segments? Do you have multiple locations? As soon as you have multiple locations, it's really hard. We do a really good job solving that. It's really hard to get that visibility. You've VPNs between sites, all that contributes to the complexity. From the MSP's perspective, that contributes to the amount of effort it takes to, to debug it and then the risk to the small business. So, sweet spot, sure, 30 plus, but as soon as there's a multiple location, multiple vendors, oh, that's where we get excited. And that's where we get excited for the MSP because we're not doing the lead gen for them. They, they're going out there, knocking on doors, filling their funnels, and we're helping them uh, close that business. So,
0: I'm assuming that all of the logs for this and so forth are at your systems and in the cloud so that if my, one of my clients focuses disappears, I can go back and say, all right, what happened immediately before that
1: disappearance? Yep, yep. So uh, whether it's accidental or not, those collectors can sometimes disappear from your client's location. Um, yeah, you need the backups. So again, I think, I, I think of the uh, data, right? They, they have backups on-prem, and backups in the cloud because what happens if that on-prem thing disappears? Well, you don't want your business to begin as well so they have that extra copy of data in the cloud. And so that's kind of the way we designed it from day one is nothing stored on premise. Those configurations are backed, up in, are backed up in our infrastructure. All the stats, the history, it's all encrypted. Uh, obviously we're doing all the, all, all the best practices there, working towards SOC type 2 and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, the data is available for when there is a or an emergency situation. Right. All right,
0: believe it or not, we're almost out of time. So, so tell me, what's the best way to get a hold of you and how can people engage with uh,
1: Aubic. So uh, I'll, I'll shamelessly plug something, uh, ROI at Aubic.com. So a lot of what I talked about today was on how to go to market, how to price, how to do those network assessments. We have a kit. You just email that and it bounces it right back to you. You don't even have to talk to us. But that, <laughs> yeah, but that, but that, again, we want to showcase it. We want to help you learn. And if you see value in that kit, and that network assessment guide will then engage us at AVIC and we'll see if we can help you automate that and reduce the amount of effort required to do those network assessments to really up your game as an MSP. And so, you, yeah, to do that
0: uh, through our website. You mentioned checklists. Do you have something that a new uh, AVIC user can so basically download and say, this will walk me through my first network assessment so that I can you know, begin the steps towards the sale?
1: Yep, yeah, so the, that ROI thing, it'll send you a kit with a how-to guide as well as a sample template. Even if you don't have Ovic, that template, it's pretty good, it's pretty good content. Like, I'm very proud of what our team had built there. It's pretty thorough. So, again, you know, that's not an OVIC thing. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just best practice. It's common sense. Right. It's looking for the opportunities for, for room for improvement. So, as I said, we can help you automate a lot of that and, and get good data, but it's a good way to get started. If you're just going out there landing your first client, you're not ready to make an investment, no problem. Do it by hand. We all know how to bootstrap a business.
0: Very cool. So, uh, last thing, and uh, you know, just let you you know, pitch whatever you want to. Uh, is there a startup cost, or how do I you know how do I enroll, or yeah, email sure. just send me down the sales funnel?
1: Uh, so you know, if you reach out to our website and said, hey, you know, I'm interested. We'd love to do a demo. And the reason we like doing demos versus some of the other vendors that just do the buy now is we want to make sure it's a fit. So if you have a, a set of clients. There's a hundred different switch vendors that we've discovered across our 30,000 SMB. A hundred vendors, like that's insane. So we wanna make sure that when we deploy that we can do a good job for you. So it's a mutual validation, do a couple deployments, make sure it's a good fit, make sure there's sufficient complexity to warrant that investment. Then we have a small minimum commit, starts at 150 a month and it, it can scale up. There's an onboarding fee, but really what that uh, gives you access to is certification training, project management to get you up and running, And then ongoing partner success to help you enable through the sales engagement, help you with those network assessments, and really help you maximize the managed services opportunity.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time today. I certainly appreciate it. And with luck, we will have you back again.
1: Well, thank you very much, Carl. Pleasure speaking with you.